0: Apartment 208 and Old Mom by VIP Dad. In 2013, I moved into an apartment in Alma, Arkansas. I'm not sure if this had anything to do with it, but the apartment complex was right next to a very old graveyard. A little history on this apartment complex I had lived there three times before in 2003. 2006, and 2009. All three times, I got the same one-bedroom apartment, number 208. It was the only one-bedroom available. Each time, I would have strange things happen there. The first time, cabinets would open. Things would be in different places, and sometimes, when I'd take a shower, and close my eyes, I'd see the bathroom and shower covered in blood, and blood coming out of the shower. I'd open my eyes, and it would all be normal. The first time I lived there, that stuff intrigued me. I only moved out to move in with my girlfriend. Alma has very few options for apartments, and in 2006, when my girlfriend and I split up, I had to go back to the same apartment complex, and lo and behold, the exact same day I split with my girlfriend, the people living in 208 moved suddenly, and for the second time, I got the same apartment as the first time. It seemed a little weird, but I just wrote it off as coincidence. This time around, things were worse. I'd hear movement in my walk-in closet and living room at night. The shower visions were more intense, and also this was the year that the Laughing Children incident happened to me, and also I was living here when the sleep paralysis began a few months after the Laughing Children. My first sleep paralysis episode was terrifying. I was laying asleep next to my new girlfriend, and about 1 a.m., I heard the DVD rack in the living room fall, and a lot of DVDs crashing to the floor. I was still half asleep when I looked towards my bedroom door, which I kept shut, and on this night, I had accidentally left my bathroom light on, and I could see the light under my door, but as I turned my head to the direction of the noise, and was about to holler, Who's there? I heard running footsteps like a kid. Then I saw the shadow of feet at the base of my bedroom door in the bathroom light. Then I saw the feet shadow go from being on the other side of my door to being on my side of the door. No filler shadow, just the feet, and in a blink of an eye they moved from the door to my chest and disappeared. This all happened so fast, I hadn't been able to move or speak, but after seeing the shadow feet on my chest, I went to shake my girlfriend awake, but I couldn't move my arms. So I went to say her name, but I couldn't speak. So in a panic, I tried to sit up, but couldn't move at all. My eyes began to get heavy, and in a second, I was dreaming of a shadow holding me down, covering my mouth. I fought and widened my eyes, and it was still there. I am finally able to make a noise, but it's just a raspy, pitiful help that is barely a whisper, and I am able to slightly move my finger and touch my girlfriend. It's enough, and she opens her eyes and asks me what's wrong. I let out my pitiful help again as I widen my eyes in fear at my chest. My girlfriend starts shaking me, and when I don't respond, she slaps me. In an instant, the shadow is gone, and I'm awake, able to move. My girlfriend says she never heard the DVDs crashing and didn't see the shadow. The DVDs were all still on the rack when I go to check the living room. My girlfriend witnessed and pulled me out of three more sleep paralysis episodes over the next few months before leaving me, because it all freaked her out so bad. And then I moved out. Fast forward to 2009. I had married in 2007 and had a son that same year and a daughter in 2009, but my wife and I split, and I needed a place to stay and once again. I go back to the same apartment complex. I couldn't afford anything better. Once again, for the third time, the only apartment is 208. But I don't want to be homeless, so I ask the landlord if I move into 208. Can it be temporary, and if another apartment opens up, can he let me take it? He says yes, and I move in. But after two weeks of bloody visions, noises, and two more sleep paralysis episodes, I move out and stay with my family. My wife and I get back together, but in 2013 we split for good, and I get split custody and need a local place to live. And because this time I need a two-bedroom apartment, and knowing there is no chance of getting 208 because it's a one-bedroom, I go back to the complex and end up getting 210, which is right next to 208. The even number apartments are on second floor and odd on bottom. 210 was the only available two-bedroom apartment, so I take it and tell myself at least it's not 208. Nothing happens here at first, and my kids and I really make it our home. And then it begins. One night, I am in my room, and it's 2.30 in the morning. And I hear my kids banging toys around and giggling in their room, and I hear their TV come on, and it wakes me up. Irritated, I call out, You guys are supposed to be asleep. Don't make me ground you. The banging and giggling stop, but I still hear the TV going, and I get up and walk to their shut door, still half asleep, and say, Okay, kiddos, I told you to go back to... As I begin opening their door, it occurs to me that my kids are at their mom's. I had taken them back to her the evening before. A chill runs down my body as I slowly push the door open to see toys strewn all over and a cartoon playing on TV. I turn the lights on, unplug the TV, then bolt to the living room, shutting their door behind me. I turn all the lights on in the apartment and sit up, on edge, all night. Nothing else like this happens, but the next week while my kids were there, I'd catch my three-year-old daughter talking to somebody when my six-year-old son wasn't around. So I asked her, Who she was talking to and she replied my friend old mom her kids got burned up so she is nice to me because i look like her little girl my daughter said this word for word and usually she couldn't talk that plain i immediately call her mom and ask what she's been watching over there but her mom says just her cartoons. I once again got a chill down my entire body. My son never saw what Alexis saw. Over the next few months, my little girl continues to talk to and about old mom, sometimes even pointing behind me, telling me old mom is there watching me to make sure I'm a good daddy very creepy over the past few years my little girl has gotten to like spooky stuff and is fascinated with scary shows and movies but at this time she was only three and had never seen scary stuff so I was really concerned and had a hard time sleeping Then, one night, I was reading a kid's book called The Monster in My Closet to My Kids. They lay in bed, and I was sitting in a chair next to the bed. At the end of the book is a page that says for the kid reading it to draw the monster in their closet. This gave me an idea. I told my daughter to draw Old Mom for me. She sits up i give her a pencil and the book and she says can you move daddy she's behind you and i can't see her i scoot away a little and my little girl looks in the direction where i sat before then looks down draws a little looks up again then draws some more and continues to do this until she finishes she hands me the picture I look at it and I begin to tremble and my heart races. That weekend we moved to an apartment in the next town over. Some might say it was her imagination and she just made up the drawing. But she was three and I believe if she made it up she wouldn't have taken her eyes off the paper as she drew. But she kept looking up as she drew. And tells me she was looking at old mom while drawing her. If you ever get to see the picture she drew, you would know why I moved after seeing that drawing.